Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geek Explained Book Club, where every single week I, alongside my amazing friends, are going through every single issue of every single volume of Brian Michael Bendis, Mark Bagley, Sarah Pacelli, Stuart Immon, and David LaFuente, and Mark Brooks's Ultimate Spider-Man. Here we are, Volume 8 of Ultimate Spider-Man, entitled Cats and Kings. And I am, of course, joined by the only two men who I would trust to break into a large, bald man's private dealings and steal an ancient Egyptian tome to thwart his attempts to save his comatose wife! First off, the spectacular Jacob Brown. Meow, true believers. And, oh, and the friendly neighborhood, Malcolm Russell Nelson. You embarrassed me in front of Vanessa. <laughs> I love the crack. It's I something love the crack. I cannot pass. Yeah, it's the crack. He, he does the crack. Vanessa is the best bit. Vanessa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh boy! So it's impossible to read Kingpin without reading it as the it's mouth so true. Right? It really is true. Like it's true. impossible, it's really and I true. love that. <laughs> I love that. So gentlemen, we are we are talking volume eight of Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, before we get into everything, what do we think about this volume? Just general non-spoilery thoughts. Uh, Jacob, I'll come to you first. Uh, it is. It is the cat's meow, and it is definitely, (laughs) (laughs) and it's full of kings, yeah, pin, oh, anyway, uh, I I got nothing there. Malcolm? I liked how sweaty that was, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Sweaty like the kingpin when he sees cake, yeah. You sound like a real. You sound like a real Spider Man right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, this this episode put me in a mood. This this volume did put me in a mood. Like it was great. This this I I like this man. I like my Spider Man stories being just crime based. Same. Uh, like yeah. that. I think that's the most underrated kind of Spider Man stories when it's just full on just like crime and people. And I think that's way cool. I think Spider Man works way better in that context. This is this is what I want a movie of. This yeah, is what I totally especially. Agree. Listen, very, very brief, I guess, spoilers for No Way Home. But like at the beginning of this volume, just the way that like this new suit is colored and everything kind of has that shine, Mm -hmm. like the suit at the end of that movie. Totally get uh, it. That I like hate that shine in the movie, whatever. Do you? What? uh, What? Yeah, it drives me crazy. I love how shiny it is. Yeah, Yeah, it drives me crazy. It feels very polyester. Uh, I can understand that. Yeah, it just (laughs) looks very uncomfortable. Um, But this is what I want the next movie to be. Yes. This, this is it. Uh-huh. <laughs> if the next movie is this, I'm totally good with it. I, I thought I thought this in the, the volume that had that introduced the Kingpin, if they just like bookended those two, yeah, yeah God, these two volumes, sure. it would be yeah, perfect. If that was movie. homecoming and far from home. Yeah, that would be perfect. Like if those two were just subsequent. Oh my god! Oh my god! Bangers yeah. of movies. Bangers. Yeah. Bangers. Well, there's yeah. there's Bangers. always possibility. We still got that college trilogy, perhaps. Yeah, true. We'll see. But yeah, uh, I absolutely agree. This uh, this volume was the cat's meow, and I'm very excited to dive into this. I told Jacob last night while we were uh, 
in our D&D session, this might be my new favorite volume. Yeah, oh, dude, gosh. it's so good. Oh, it's so good. It fucking rules, dude. It fucking so, rules. It womps, man. It's I, awesome. I'm it a big sucker for this kind of like crime stuff just because like uh, just because like this is the most superhero like groundedness you can get with, uh, yeah. with yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. That's, that's what I like about superhero crime stories is that it's yeah. it grounds yes. it in a realistic place. This is just this is just the mob. I love <laughs> yeah, you when know. superheroes love come up against the mob. It's so yeah, that's good. why that's why I love Daredevil because he's always going to be the street level guy. Like yep, totally. that's that's my shit. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what I want about Batman, and that's why I'm excited for the new Batman movie because it looks very street level. Yeah, which is nice. Totally agree. Totally agree. Yep, forty-five days. What forty-five days? Anyway. I'm not going to see it in theaters. Oh, man. fair. Fair oh, enough. Fair enough. That's what sucks. So I got to wait until it's on Hobo. Fair enough. So 45 hey, days till it's Friday. on Hobo. <laughs> 45 days till Hobo. Hobo or bust. 45 days till Hobo. hobo I'm counting down on that Hobo. <laughs> hobo it's the Hobo bust. countdown. Hobo I might murder bust. a Hobo before I get this Hobo. <laughs> before I get that Hobo. Yeah. Got to get that Hobo. Got to keep gotta a lookout for that Hobo. Yeah, that's oh, that's right. my favorite Black Eyed Peas song. Oh, my God. <laughs> Gotta get that ho 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 bo ho bo. Gotta get that ho ho bo. We're we're now we're now uh, illegally copywriting now at this point. We're, we're not we're not sponsored by. Uh, we're not Max sponsored, actually. and you know what? <laughs> I put the entirety of Eminem's Venom into a previous episode. <laughs> we right. haven't been hit by a copyright claim that's yet. Right. That's because no one's looking for that. No one's looking for it. No one's looking for it. But the day Not that yet. they do, yeah. however long it takes, they'll find us. They'll find us. They'll find us. We'll get some new listeners that day. <laughs> Even if just for one episode. Oh, no. So let's hey, dive into this. Venom. Uh... <laughs> Let's dive into this. So as Malcolm alluded to, the volume opens up with Spider-Man uh, just swinging through the nighttime city streets when he hears a gunshot go off. And whose gun is it? Whose gun is it? It's Fancy motherfucking boy. Dan. Fancy motherfucking Dan. <laughs> the enforcers are back, baby. And I knew. I love the enforcers. God damn it. Immediately that this was yeah. going to be top three volume for me when i saw one slot in my top five super or spider-man rogues oh yeah it's the enforcers man oh yeah yeah versus rule so we've got fancy dan we got montana we got ox in their glory and they are holding up a card game when spider-man uh dips in and wait a second you can't gloss over this dialogue hang on all right go for it go for it because because Bendis clearly loves the Enforcers, and he loves pitting all three of them against each other. And just the way that their oh, dynamic yeah. is, the Beauty and the Beast thing literally makes me laugh out loud every time I read it. Oh, man. <laughs> I so funny. That was so funny. I actually did laugh out loud with that, too. Because <laughs> like, Fancy Dan yeah, says that his tale is, old, uh, tale is old as time. And immediately Ox sings it. And everyone just looks at him. He's like, I, I thought that's where you were going. <laughs> Ox is great. Ultimate Ox is so good. Yeah, the six entire- six Ox is kind of lame. But Ultimate Ox has a character. This, this entire crew, thing. I just give me a fight. You know what? 
we're getting a rogues book this year give me oh, a yeah. five issue mini of the enforcers that would be cool that's the Just... thing give me a story arc where the enforcers are like a big deal yeah yeah like it's uh, the enforcers by Tom last Riley, who is ruling the world right now oh my god i can't wait for that ant-man book Ant-Man! holy shit Ant-Man! Holy yeah shit. that look great can't can't wait. and it's written by Damn. al ewing because I... <laughs> his thing book is so good Bruh. yeah i'm i'm trade waiting for that one but every single it's, issue it gets more it's difficult beautiful. it's beautiful he draws the thing perfectly he's the best artist for the thing i think he's so good he said <laughs> i have been, so good i have been Tom singing his praises good. since that marvel snapshot cyclops issue yep. that he did uh-huh oh yeah. uh-huh. good which was so gorgeous. good very yeah. nice that man has my heart in a yep. way that only artists like Doc Shader and Chris Somney do. I was gonna say he's he's that Shane there. Uh, he's that Shane at Somney School. I love yeah. I love my Saturday morning cartoons. That is hell yeah. What it's all about. So Spider Man six a.m. every Saturday. <laughs> six a.m. <laughs> Bowl of cereal. Yeah. Mm. Pajamas. All so nine good. yards. Yup. So good. <laughs> So Spider-Man jumps in, and I love that the immediate reaction to seeing him fancy dance, like, oh, fuck, it's Spider-Man again. God damn it. (laughs) So everybody starts shooting at him. Montana actually gets a good hit on him. He wraps the whip around his neck and allows Ox to grab a hold of him so he can chuck him into some boxes. Uh, Really just great. A great, really well done and well choreographed scene where spider-man is just bouncing between boxes and between the bullets so freaking cool really really good stuff and is able to basically waste time enough for the cops to show up yeah which brings us to the kingpin wilson fisk unhappy as fuck yeah (laughs) And like like Malcolm mentioned, uh, the Wolf, the uh, Vincent D'Onofrio is strong in this man right now. Yeah. Uh, just an absolute unit. It's the outburst. It's when he does the outburst, the shooting off guns in the middle of the night. <laughs> very D'Onofrio. I I love it. He's he's scary, man. He's yeah. so scary. He he's so towering too. When you get that picture of him with the enforcers and his lawyer, you know, in his dark, uh, dark black robe. That that is. Uh, oh my god! Yeah. That, that is like that is five hundred pounds of man right there. <laughs> like, exactly. good lord! Um, I I love it. Yeah. So uh, here he is. The, the enforcers are telling him like, "Yo, it's not our fault. Spider Man showed up." You know, he, he. I just love the the fancy damn line. The the guy's all dressed in his feet pajamas, and he's just bouncing around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Uh, uh, I love Wesley, his like uh, lawyer here. That's just basically, um, oh yeah, like just talking for him and doing everything for, uh, like pretty much get, getting the lowdown because you know Kingpin is so pissed off, and it's just like I've had enough of this. I've had yeah. enough of this kid. And oh yeah, I'm going to find this kid, and I I'm gonna I want to put him out. Uh, it's it's very it's very fantastic setting up for the rest of this book. Whoa. Yeah, and I love there it's there's good. a there's a panel where I swear to God when I was reading this the first time I thought he was just giving the double bird to the reader. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, he's doing yeah. like little finger guns, but like it just straight up looks like he's just like stab out his eyes. straight up, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know that he was actually giving the signal for Electra for later. <laughs> they do they do look like size. That's the thing. It's just he like angles uh, his thumbs. He's like, you so know exactly like what this means. <laughs> Bring her in. <laughs> <laughs> so he basically says, I am going to deal with this, but his little advisor dude, which is which is not Wesley. It's not so Wesley. It's not actually Wesley. I, uh, it's Mr. Deeney. Deeney. That's Thanks. right. Mr. Paul Deeney. Paul Deeney. Yeah. Paul Deeney. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Deeney. Wishes he looks like that. Shit. Paul Deeney, before he was a uh, for he was a writer for DC Animation and created Harley He's Quinn, a, was yeah. unbeknownst to us, working for Vincent D'Onofrio for a while. Tied up in some bad shit. Yeah. It kind of explains that book that he had, that he released, One Dark Night, you know? Oh, it gives a whole Jesus. new meaning to that Jesus. right there. It was a mob <laughs> hit. hit. Holy yes, fuck. It was a mob hit. It's exactly right. Oh, it was God. the Enforcers. Yeah. Oh. It was the Enforcers. Secret crossover. There you go. Secret okay. crossover. Uh, by the way, quick side note excellent book by the way oh yeah, yeah great book oh really, really it's well the most i've ever liked eduardo riso's art i cried so yeah, much. Ever liked. no i gotta agree <laughs> yeah so we uh we cut into the daily bugle where j jonah jameson is speaking with a candidate for district attorney sam bullet sam bullet sam yeah. bullet what a name <laughs> that's not the whitest name i've ever heard in my like, life that seriously. that's a cop that man's yeah. a cop. Yeah, oh, that straight is a up. Mark. He's a cop. You know he's a he's cop. He's an asshole. That is a like 100% like uh, uh, Clint Eastwood character right there. Oh, yeah. It's like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah, he's well, just I mean, like, you know, my name's bullet. Sam Bullet. Yeah. Oh, my God. Were you talking to us or were you talking to the chair right now? I mean, <laughs> who's do you say? see? Who's do you say? see Obama? Right there in front of you in that chair. It's <laughs> Jesus. So uh, people, Sam uh. Bullet is basically <laughs> running his campaign on a platform of "Hey, hey, fuck Spider Man," and that's his entire platform. That's his whole thing. Yeah, that's it. And which mm-hmm. immediately means that J. Jonah Jameson is like, "Sign me up." I'm endorsing mm-hmm. you. So I want to fuck Spider Man. Sure. It's like let's let's do <laughs> <this>. that way. <laughs> Or maybe that way. We don't know. Uh, not at this point, anyway. <laughs> not, not now. But maybe and later. So with the questionable sponsorship, uh, Peter is in a rut. So he does his favorite pastime, which is laying the floor and stare at the ceiling. Yeah, really nice. I so, love it. We, you got to love it. And yeah. so Peter's laying there. Mary Jane comes to talk to him. And again, Love me some early 2000s overalls. It started with Flash. It's continuing here. Mm-hmm. You want a signifier of what time period this comic takes place in? All you got, all you got to look is the overalls. I'm just fashion, yeah. It does say guess on her, on her, on her overalls. Actually, what yes, does this take does. place? Guess. Yes. Uh, yes. There you go. Ha, Who's Spider-Man? Him. Guess. <laughs> got him. Was I wearing a wig last issue or last volume? No. Guess. He was yes. not. Yes. He was not. Guess. No, she's not. It's the same. Guess. It's the same cut. Guess. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so. MJ is trying to console Peter and trying to help him out with his problems, but doesn't exactly come to it with like the 
most gingerly way by instead are you saying that because she has red hair that's rude oh got him got him him. guess guess (laughs) uh she basically hands peter she's like hey here's a list of everyone who knows your spider-man which i love yeah i love that she's like this this list i just made this is a problem and we need to solve this problem and peter's like okay i knew this was a problem i don't know how to solve this problem yeah that's the thing who who does this help (laughs) i I don't know why i but i'm trying to be active yeah, I, I wanted him to grab that piece of paper and just eat it and be like, now no one knows. Nobody knows. That'd be pretty I funny. <laughs> I don't know why. We just I wanted to eat just, just for some reason to put it. And I, I also love the mention of like, uh, he's like, these guys, Nick Fury, the Ultimates, Captain America, the X-Men, these are all superheroes. So there's like an unwritten thing, a professional courtesy. And it... <laughs> I love that idea because i could Me absolutely too. see like if two superheroes get in a fight the other one's like all right fine fine get pissed off with me oh hey hey dude did you know did you did you know iron man isn't tony stark's bodyguard <laughs> what it's fucking tony stark dude get that's not real out of it. dude that's get not real shut up shut up that's not picture real. it's not real and then the next day, Tony comes in. He's like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Just because I took the last slice of pizza, you fucking outed my identity? What the fuck? Same thing, that yeah. last slice of pizza. I'm the one who bought the pizza, you fucker. <laughs> you're, you're Tony Stark. You're rich enough to buy your own pizza. Go buy your own pizza, you fucker. <laughs> so there is a name missing on this list that you guys know. Who's the name? The What's Kingpin. The name? Oh, that's right. So, yeah. so that's the question because all these people directly know his name. Kingpin oh, doesn't true. know his name. That's true. That's a good that's point. That's that is thing. very true. That's Kingpin very true. and the Enforcers and Electro don't know his name. That's very. They've fair. seen his face. That's yeah. Name. Though I do love on this list. You can plainly see she writes "Rest O the Ultimates, yes. All O the X Men." Yeah. <laughs> You say she's Irish just because she has red hair, Malcolm? The boy! <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, so, it's oh very no. rare that a comeback comes back that fast. <laughs> but, <laughs> Please don't put this in my head because now I'm just going to read Mary Jane with an accent the whole time now. That's a wonderful idea. They should get, like, I don't know. Look. Oh. Someone super, super Irish to play her. Oh, these, uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's right. Sir Sheronan. Oh, uh, she she would have been wonderful. She would have been wonderful. Oh, my God. And she still can be. She still can be wonderful. No, she looks way older than Tom Holland. And I, I love that. Karen Gallon. I'm uh, just saying Karen there are more than one oh, Spider-Man sure. putzing around now. Oh, Putsing yeah. around. Putzing Someone's around. reading Ultimate Spider-Man. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Up yes, I have, I have been <laughs> I have been reading I've been reading Ultimate Spider-Man I consider myself a mensch I'm doing great <laughs> We're all having fun here So, sue me uh, So, you Spider-Man is while you were drinking dealing with... while you were reading all of this 
No, I just made myself some latkes. So <laughs> Hell yeah. Spider-Man is, they're delicious. Hell yeah, um, they are. <laughs> Spider-Man is, you know, going around the city when, I love this interaction of this lady just like sees him and throws a bottle at him. Mm-hmm. Typical boomer. I love him just catching it being like, huh, nice. Like, <laughs> and not just nice any lady. bottle, an early 2000s Snapple bottle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could injure someone with that yeah because that is glass yeah. that is heavy duty glass it's yeah. not yeah. like today where it's like everything where is plastic an aquafina bottle mm-hmm. like this was a heavy duty snapple bottle that she was mm-hmm. looking to concuss this man with yeah that said he is a bit of a menace because he leaves that bottle on the top of the car and swings away on the top of the bus and swings away true, like, true. i'm not giving somebody's you gonna back. walk out and it's just gonna spill right on them exactly yeah. Or break on top of their heads. Mm-hmm. He's a oh. menace. Maybe Sam Bullet's right. <laughs> <laughs> we have done a full 180 on Sam Bullet here. We are now Honestly, a Sam Bullet endorsing podcast. I might be on the Bullet Train. I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh, no! Oh, no. Oh, man! Get Good on the Lord. Bullet Train. Good Lord. <laughs> Oh, man. So we also see that uh, because the last time that we saw the Kingpin, he was going into hiding after being essentially uh, outed by Spider-Man for murdering a guy. That guy being the big man. But it looks like now Kingpin's been cleared. Questionable evidence deemed fraud slash inadmissible, reads the Daily Bugle headline. And I love the cut over to just a defeated Ben Urick. That might be my favorite moment in this volume. That is, yeah. I love that of Peter just freaking out and be like, oh my God, I can't believe this. He was cleared for murder. He was cleared for murder. He murdered someone on tape. What what are we going to do with it? You know what? Ben Urick is the guy I snuck the tape to. The story may hit. How's he looking? And he looks over and Ben just looks like he's about to throw up. Like, and you don't even see his face, but he physically looks like he's about to throw up. That is the most anime like moment I have ever seen in this comic, which is like so perfect. Also, let's talk about how Peter's wearing this terrible shirt again. This yeah. is not the first time that he's worn this shirt. It looks like it has blood splatter all yeah. over it. What the fuck is all that bread? Is that blood? I hate it. It I looks like it. blood, and I hate it. Yeah. Anyway, they could have chosen any other color for this, and it would. They have literally could have chosen this. any other color. Yeah, I was it's like a deep to... purplish blue. Would have. Yeah. That would have been great. Really well. That would look really nice. Tie? Yeah, I think that, that would have looked really it. nice. Yeah. But no, he's got blood flecks all over his shirt. Blood flecks. <laughs> yeah. What is he? Sweeney That's why Todd? what happens next is what happens to him. Nice, Jacob. That was good. Nice, nice, excellent, <laughs> excellent work. So. Peter, in his terrible shirt, comes upon an argument being had by Jonah and by Robbie Robertson. Two of them are arguing over the Sam Bullet endorsement and basically going back and forth when Peter happens to pipe up. He's like, yeah, hey, guys. Um, <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Do you guys. Wait a second. Is Tom guys, Holland calling in uh, right now? Have you, uh, have you guys thought that about maybe like the kingpin how he like murdered people and jonah straight up just goes the fuck you're fired fuck you i I love that i was just who are you what are you doing here why do i hear your voice get out (laughs) that's awesome just oh so good peak peak jonah uh jj right there that is peak jj that's that whole like out of here, you're fired. 
Yeah. Wait, come back. You're not fired. I need you. I need you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> crap, crap, mega crap. I'll give you 200 bucks for the whole aisle. Let's cut him off. Take him somewhere so else, please. You're fired. Hello? What are you doing? Yeah, Get him I need to know <laughs> Click. <laughs> Sit down! <laughs> I'll give you 500 uh, bucks for the whole aisle. <laughs> so good. So... We unfortunately don't get that second nice half of Peter getting rehired. Jonah just walks away, and everyone just watched as Peter got fired and humiliated in front of the office. I love that this issue is literally just Peter getting punched in the dick three different times. Yes. <laughs> again and again and again. Three different times he gets punched in the dick here. Of just, <laughs> oh, Sam Bullet is running on a campaign against Spider-Man. Okay, pow. Oh, the Kingpin's been cleared of murder. Pow. Oh, you're fired, pal. What an amazing first issue to a story. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the final panel to it, too, where it's just him, like, in sitting and everything. Yeah, sitting in and, like, processing everything. Just oh, so good. So good. The art, we keep saying it. Yeah. It's fantastic. That the, mm-hmm. that shot of the the clear the, of the article behind him is so is so iconic right there. And then we get this banger of a scene that kicks off the next issue i love this scene this is this is when the queens comes out in the boy yes so peter walks in and they're like what are you doing here and he's like oh you have my zip disks you know zip disks zip disks yo everyone remembers zip disks oh mm-hmm. yeah when you put that on a zip file mm-hmm. you get that on your zip disk and then you unzip it when you get it on mm-hmm. your computer yep. e- easy don't be flashing that around everywhere Sorry, Ooh. sorry, sorry. That's for flash drives. That's what flash drives. You're are right. For. You're right. Sorry. Oh. And that was Jacob's Technology Corner, <laughs> where he tells you about all the saucy secrets of your favorite technology. You know Next all this Betamax. computerized stuff. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> the Betamax lost out because everyone's an alpha now. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So uh that was Peter walks in and he's just like uh he's like, yeah, whatever. And Jonah's just like, hey, he gives him the whole it wasn't what you said, it's how you said it. And Peter's like, yeah, whatever. And Peter at what? a certain what point, <laughs> like nothing. He's like, yeah, you better believe it. He's and at that mo- moment, as Ma- Malcolm said, it's Queen's mode engaged. Like he's like, no, Fucking you know love what? It. That's that's a total load. And again, gotta love that early two thousands. Early two thousands lingo, load. baby. That's a load. It's a load. That's a load. You herb. Quite a load there. You herb. You. <laughs> I love it. And so he basically like tears into this guy. It's just like. I'm trying to help. You're supposed to be an example for me. All this stuff. Don't give me that. Like what I did. It's not what I did. It's who you are. You're being a scumbag. Like, and you're just taking out your anger on everybody else. And Jonah has no response to this. He's just like, you know what? You're double fired. Fuck out of here. And he's just like, and Peter leaves. Robbie tears into him after Peter leaves and hits him, hits him right where it hurts where he just goes i liked you better when you drank i'm going home like i love that love it 
Absolutely. Robbie Robertson, no matter what universe it is, he's a good fucking guy. He is the best in every single mm-hmm. Spider-Man that you can think of. Including like, in the so Raimi good. movies, where he 100% knew that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. Jonah, he's just a kid. Yeah. Fucking, mm-hmm. uh, what's when, his name? Some people Jesus. say oh. Spider-Man was there. He's the guy. Knowing look. Mm-hmm. Knowing look. Mm-hmm. No, he's so fucking good. He's so he's fucking so good. good. That is a great great performance that is super underlooked in those movies. My favorite is him holding the mask after they find the suit in Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. It's like when he's just cradling that. That's when you absolutely know that he knows. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's aware. Yeah. Yeah. That is the same guy who was the policeman in Sister Act. Oh, nice. Good old Cole. Hell yeah. 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 Hell yeah. That's the only thing I know about him from. (laughs) <laughs> and so i love that peter's... by the way listeners i'm sorry i might be you could fact check that please I, i'm so <laughs> i uh, i could be i can be 100 wrong all right we're gonna look it up right now keep talking so malcolm's <laughs> gonna fact check that so spider-man leaves the daily bugle with a charlie brown special shouting arg into the sky and <laughs> <laughs> like he missed a football and it just the Charlie Brown special. Oh, man. Charlie Brown special. Anytime God someone shouts arg into the sky, that's what it is. Yes, it is. And I love that he immediately, you know, lands on a light post and sees this big old billboard that just says vote Sam Bullet and the madness with that big old X on his on Spider-Man's face. So good. So he decides, you know what? Sam Bullet He's ruining my life. Kingpin, I'm going to ruin his life. And we get, quite possibly, four of the best sequential you know, sequential panels mm-hmm. I've ever seen in a Spider-Man book. Mm-hmm. It's very cinematic. Kingpin is taking a meeting for the uh, Sam Bullet Get on the Bullet Train Club. And in the distance, we just see Spider-Man swinging <laughs> towards this office, getting closer and closer and closer. And he smack splats like a bug right on the Windex side of the window. And it's like a bird hitting a like a like a glass, like a glass door. Like, yeah. door. Yeah. Big ass sliding door. Oh, man. And so, I like that Kingpin doesn't look like he's phased by it. No. I, I'm pretty he certain that he clocked him coming down. Because yeah. he immediately just tilts his head and smirks a little. It's like, oh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not learn? <laughs> he, he gives him that so good look. <laughs> He's like, I got that shit reinforced just for this. He's like, oh, what's <laughs> up? And then, and then the, the next The absolute so power good. move. Because Holy Spider-Man... Shit pops off of the window, uses webs to get back onto the ledge, and immediately, Kingpin is hitting him with that Lex Luthor pose. Yeah. Fuck! It's so good! So good. Just that is a look of, like, suck my dick, bitch. That's what that is. <laughs> like, you can't touch me. Yeah. If there was no one else there, he absolutely would have just pulled out his balls <laughs> and just <laughs> smacked him on the window. <laughs> like, 100%. That's all oh my that is. God. Oh my god, it would have shattered that window too. Oh yeah. my god. That is a Vincent D'Onofrio moment that I need. In that's my the, life. like that's a D'Onofrio thing. That's a D'Onofrio <laughs> moment. 
Ooh, buddy. So, <laughs> then, Spider- so Spider-Man crawls up a little bit, and then Kingpin hits him with the like phone, like call, call me, like, give me a call. <laughs> He's like, make an appointment, <laughs> so bitch. <good>. It's so <laughs> funny. I don't know fucking Kingpin. And Peter King. is pissed. He's like wailing on the window, but he can't get into it. And you see and how it, thick it is. Yes, yeah. that's the thing, because there's that split panel there of the two of them on other sides of the glass, and you see how thick that glass is. It's like a foot thick. It's basically the thickness of Peter's head. Yeah. Yeah. And so like he was wailing on it, can't get through it. He's just like, you know what? Fuck you guys. And he just leaves. (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, real quick, I would like to say uh, Bill Nunn is the actor who played one Robbie Robertson and Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3. And he was also, get ready, get ready. I'm ready. Get ready. Yeah. Lieutenant Eddie Souther in yeah. Sister Act. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Great pull. Jacob. Excellent pull, Jacob. Is, real quick, is he still alive? I think he no, might have. he died in 2016. That's oh. what I thought. Yeah. He's I thought one of those that he deaths. had died not too long ago. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Another, another. Another loss for the 2016. But yeah. not 2016 before. was a garbage year. Exactly. I don't know if you guys have seen it. So he was on this great show called Sirens. Have you guys watched Sirens? No. Yes. It's fucking hysterical. He's Cash. He's like the old like leader. Oh and he's my fucking hilarious. God, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh it's, my it's God, a I great show. It is a great uh, show. Eric, you should watch Sirens. It's like Scrubs mixed with Rescue Me. Yes. yes it it's is. EMT Responders. And it's like half hour comedy and it's it's hilarious. Is Dennis uh, Larry in it? No, no. Um, uh, did you watch well, Arrow season five? Yes, of course I did. The guy who plays Adrian Chase, slash, sorry, oh. spoilers, everyone, for people who haven't seen Arrow season five, uh, Prometheus. <laughs> Wait, what? He's, yeah, he's one of the funniest characters on he's the funniest character on that show. Oh, yeah. oh cool. I love that. He actor. plays like their dumb cop friend. And awesome. he's so good at like the dumb stuff. That's Josh Segura. He's he's wonderful. Yeah. Is but on, yeah. Uh, um, is that on Hobo? Uh, it might be on Hobo. It was on Netflix, but it might it be maybe on, on the Seed. It it might be on the Seed. I don't know. C-dub. It's on one of the Qua. CW. The Qua. The Qua. The Qua. The Qua. The Qua. But yeah, Sirens is wonderful. It only lasted like two seasons, but it's it's fucking great. And that was the last thing that uh Bill Nunn did. Oh. He passed right after that. Bless yeah. his soul, man. Bless his soul. Bill Nunn, great performances. Great. He's in Do the Right Thing and New Jack City and some mm-hmm. other stuff. Yeah. He's wonderful. Yeah. Very great guy. And uh, listeners, just go out and watch Sister Act today. Just, just yeah. do it for Bill. Hell so, yeah. Or all three like Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're getting enough Spider-Man in this episode. Oh, they gotta, okay, go, gotta go watch Sister Act. Yeah, you gotta yeah. go back in the habit, girl. <laughs> I wish he was in that line from uh Kathy and Jamie <laughs> <laughs> and <Sister Act> too, <laughs> So we cut over to Midtown High, where Peter is taking out his frustration on his history teacher. Wow. See, but I and... love this though. I love that the history teacher is like, okay, there's only a few minutes left. 
Let's talk about current events. What's everybody got? And he's just like, can we talk about this fucking Kingpin thing? Is anyone pissed off? I've been sitting on this. Can we talk about this? Real and quick? I love how everybody's just like, fucking Peter, every single goddamn class. <laughs> <laughs> fucking asked our geometry teacher what the fucking <laughs> circumference of the Kingpin is just to bring him up. <laughs> Fuck. Now, what fool would you relate King that to exactly? I'm taking notes. Um... <laughs> So this poor woman's like, I'm not paid enough for to deal with these little bitches. Oh God. Can we please continue on? All right. We're, there's like, now does anybody else time. have any questions? Yeah. It's like, yeah. no. <laughs> it's like, this is bullshit. How is no one mad about this? And I mean, he makes some good points. He makes some good points. There are injustices in the world and they shouldn't be like this, but teacher kicks him out of class he leaves. He storms off. He... I think she was a bit. I think she was in the wrong though. I'm going to be honest. Absolutely. I think her answers were not good because they were very dismissive. And if she had given real Absolutely. answers, he wouldn't have escalated the conversation at all. But she was just like, oh, I don't know. Shit kind of just happens. And like that, that's not helpful, especially for someone who's actually asking and clearly is passionate about something. You Teachers be better of... than this. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? It was this Instagram video where it's like this kid in a classroom who's like shouting at his teacher to pay attention to them instead of just like putting their like lesson that's plan Simon. on the projector. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. I don't, I don't know but, what that is. But there's a video where there's this kid who is just like standing up in his class like, how are we supposed to learn if you're not going to teach us? Like, you can't just put the lesson plan on the board and just not interact with us. Like, it's a very good, interesting, very interesting. good little video. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah. Peter Parker storms out. And I, I don't know, maybe it's a stride, but I feel like he's about to run. I feel like he's about to run. He's 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 gearing he's gearing up for he's it. Gearing yeah. up like he's, he's got the stride enough to do that. Uh -huh. That classic yeah. Parker special. If it just didn't cut, if it just didn't you know make that jump cut to like the next scene, it yeah, you probably would have gotten a fight. Uh, if the next uh, page was just him standing in the hall and looking at the door, he would have taken off for the door and then would have taken off it. straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Peter shows up at May's job. Which can we just address something? What is May's job? You know, we haven't because we know in other continuities we, she works with Feast, but this is very distinctly an early 2000s office job. Uh, yeah. She works uh, at Lumen Industries uh, in the severance department. We've Have we don't, gotten that don't, reference? Don't fucking say that like it's something that we should know. Don't say it so matter-of-factly. <laughs> But have we, has this been brought up? Because I don't know. No, 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 no. There's been no attention to her job. I was just <laughs> okay. making shit up on it. Okay, no. good. <laughs> I'm like, how are we supposed to know that? <laughs> I thought you mentioned it or something. I just, no, I just no. assumed because Malcolm has read this series that yeah. he knows no. and we just haven't gotten there yet. There's yeah. an entire no. three issue arc of just her working the severance <laughs> job. <laughs> the severance no. pay is not no, enough. That is, uh, no, that is uh, from the hit show Severance. That's all. That's how uh, that's how Ox is forced to go back into crime. He has a whole, you know, Harley's bad day <laughs> where he gets out of prison, tries to go straight, works at a makes job. sense. May Parker makes fires sense. him, has to go back to crime. Makes sense. Look for that in volume fifteen. Uh, <laughs> so we'll get that right after the Liz Allen answers. <laughs> ah, I want them so bad. Oh, oh man, who are you? <laughs> so. 
Peter is basically just confront. I guess May has brought her nephew to work day, and <laughs> or he there... or he ran to her. At uh, work. Yeah, he did I the think Parker he ran to her. To her yeah, because he's been now been suspended. So yeah. I think he ran to her. Yeah, I love the uh, the don't smoke truth sticker on her desk. Classic. Love it. It's so sick. Still, still, you know, because because instead of instead of our world who had dare, the sixteen ten world has truth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we I have mean, truth too. We had truth too. What are you talking about? What are you yeah. About? yeah stop we have truth stop we had it. truth no yeah. what are you talking about stop yeah. it this isn't a funny bit yeah eric come on no am i fucking going insane we've only had dare yeah no what are you talking about am i going insane can someone fact check this yeah we had dare when we were in the 90s in elementary school no no we had truth Fucking well. stop! We, had we did not well. have truth. We had dare. It became truth. <laughs> I'm gonna send you a fucking truth ad right now, Are dude. You if you send me a fucking, if you send me a fucking photo of circles, I swear to God. <laughs> what a great way to that would be real. really funny. That would be I really swear funny to God. Please bring Shit, it I kind of wish that I was going to do that. that would be I've really never funny. heard of truth. Yeah, it's I've been around for a long time. No, I, this isn't a bit. I'm telling this you, is a I've shitty never. Bit, dude. No, it's not. It's not even a bit. No. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, no one is going to believe him. This is a real business, man. L- listeners, Eric is not a bit. Tears of, like, tears. It's not a bit. Like, oh my God. This is He's putting relevant. on a purple jacket and putting a giant smile on his face. Eric is This is how I become the Joker. This is how I become the Joker. Okay. You just sent me <laughs> a link to the truth. I have never seen this shit in my You've entire never life. Seen You've this? never seen this. this was was truth set up for was truth set up like for that. vaping? Because no, I'm seeing vape no, it was for I'm smoking before, stuff. but now it's yeah. for vaping. Yeah, it's no now way, vaping, dude. but it used no to be way. about cigarettes too. Yeah, I don't yes. fucking believe that. Yeah, it was yes. in the 2000s. There was this is the first time I have ever seen this that is remarkable anti-tobacco campaign okay so truth was started in 1998 there you go when teen smoking rate was 23 percent there you go yeah it's been around i'm just gonna have to take your word for it it was introduced april 1998 i'm gonna send you a fucking i believe you but i've (laughs) never seen this that's pretty impressive actually I'm surprised you never got like any of the ads that like pop up on. No, uh, it was all dare stuff. You just didn't. No, you just didn't pay attention to the ads (laughs) because they were absolutely on Kids WB. And I I know you watch Kids WB, you Yu Gi Oh motherfucker. (laughs) 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 You fucking called me like that. Wow. I know you did. So don't play with I don't, me. I don't fucking believe. I genuinely, maybe this, really? maybe I didn't see it. Maybe is I this just, your Berenstein Bears? <laughs> <laughs> don't you fucking mention my Berenstein Bears? No, oh, I know man. that shit fucks me up every time I think about it. Oh, don't God. you fucking mention that shit? Yeah. We will be on this for another thirty minutes. Yeah, but we don't have to that, try. <laughs> that was Truth or Dare, a podcast within a podcast where Malcolm <laughs> decides to fuck with my reality. Truth uh, or Dare. So, 
we go to we continue this conversation with peter and may fuck we're still on this page yeah we are jesus christ that's right so peter and may are talking about the whole kingpin nonsense and may we see the uh the impact that the previous volume had on her because Mm -hmm. she you know peter's freaking out he's getting angry and may cuts into something that i don't know if it was what has been bothering peter but it makes complete sense it makes sense and it makes sense that she would think that yeah with her not having any kind of perspective on the spider-man stuff it would make complete sense yeah exactly it's pretty clever because he's his whole argument is like people who murder people should be in jail and Aunt May says, you know, the man that murdered your Uncle Ben is in jail, and he's going to stay in jail. You don't have to worry about that. And I fuck, oh, I fucking love Ultimate Aunt May. Yeah, Ultimate Aunt May is the best. Yeah, uh, another thing that gives credence to this being real, how did he start going after the Kingpin? Uh, that is a good point. He yeah. immediately started going after crime circles and stuff because of the guy who shot Uncle Ben. Wait, crime yeah. what? Oh, <laughs> shit. I didn't do that on purpose. I swear to God. <laughs> there it is. It's always been there. Don't you fucking start on me again, <laughs> So we are moving past this. So <laughs> that fucking your green your, goblin laugh haunts your me. Your goblin laugh is perfect. I, yeah, I wake wonderful. up at night in a cold sweat hearing Jacob Brown's goblin laugh. <laughs> And you look over Lightning at the mirror and it's, and it's Jacob like in the mirror yeah. like, right wearing <laughs> just, a robe. I'm just going yeah. right here. I'm With just... his natural teeth as opposed yeah. to the teeth that they make him put in when he's Jacob. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. They're overly straight and white instead of yeah. like, being jagged and like really they're very yeah. the mask and Inspector yeah, Gadget. This happened last night. Fucking yeah. Jacob was shouting, avenge me! Avenge me! No! And I threw... A f- anyway, so... <laughs> You know, May goes to console Peter after he's told her, like, how shitty his day has been, which it has been. And she's like, you know what? Hold on a second. Picks up the phone and is like, hi, J. Jonah Jameson's office? May Parker. Yes, hello. And she tears into this man. Absolute savagery from May Parker. Um, This is something my mom would have done. (laughs) Like, yeah, I I totally believe. He's a baddie. She's a total baddie. Like, it's so Oh, awesome. yeah. It's also, real hot mom energy. It's pretty great. Yes. Did you guys see the name on the in the backs of the other offices behind Maze? No. Oh, I didn't notice suspicious. that, but that's really funny. Yeah, that is really funny. funny. I hate, I hate that I... Does she work it, at Marvel Comics? Yeah. I, that's where that I kind of works? That's kind of why I think where this is. It's just like, is she working in the comics? That'd be section? fucked up if she worked in the bullpen. That'd be fucked up. That would be fucked up. <laughs> oh, or, or maybe... You know, I've had a theory that Marvel Comics don't... That DC Comics exist in the Ultimate Universe. Yeah. And because how, of how many times they've mentioned, like, Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. DC Comics are definitely a thing. So yeah, I'm going to sure. say Aunt May works, she actually works at, at DC, DC Comics. Comics. Yeah, yeah, That's pretty funny. That, Aunt May works at DC Comics. That's pretty funny. We're going to say that. That's this is I'm a good time for her to be working at DC Comics. I'll oh, be yeah, early oh, yeah. 2000s. They're, they're 2000s. Ra- ramping time. up for Infinite Crisis. Hell yeah. Yeah, this is a good time. 
the DC time. animated universe is like in full booming. swing and, and it's just booming their mm-hmm. uh, their sales right now. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. This is perfect time for that. So she she rips into J. Jonah Jameson on the phone, ending with the killer line, oh, a nice mustache. Hitler called. He said he wants his look back. It slams <laughs> the phone down. And the jerk it. store called and they ran all out of you. <laughs> <laughs> and then she turns to Peter. She's like, okay, so what do you want? For, what do you want for dinner? It's that it's that over the shoulder look. That's when I was like, "Oh, Mid Parker has my heart. She's a baddie. She's hot. That is, that is sexy. That is That's so sexy. Parker right there. Oh boy, like no wonder Uncle Ben fell in love with this woman. Oof. Yeah. How it's like Helen not? Mirren like 15 years ago. That's right. <gasps> oh, you bitch! How dare you bring that out right now? I know, right? Oh know, man, right? Helen Mirren. This camera is focused on my face. Incredible, Mid Parker. Oh, oh yeah. my god. I mean, she still could be. She's bad she still can. Be. I mean, she technically yeah. is in Hobson Shaw. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Which you're right. for for it's, listeners, if you don't know, Hobson Shaw is a spinoff from the Fast and Furious franchise. It's the first take, spinoff of the Fast and Furious. The first and my boner is killed completely. <laughs> Thanks. Where they take Thanks the characters so of Deckard much. Shaw and complete uh, Hobbs shell were played now, by, <laughs> and it's turning inside out. Boom! 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 <laughs> Just staring. <laughs> that, that was a great little harmonizing that we did just now. <laughs> so, we cut over to the absolute stud himself, Ben Urich, who is interviewing Sam Bullet for this fluff piece that Bullet negotiated with uh, Jameson. And I just gotta say, man, no matter what universe he's in, Ben Urich is the greatest reporter in the Marvel universe. Yeah, Ben Yurick is great. Ben Yurick ben is Yurick fucking a rules. big portion of yeah. why Ultimate Ben Yurick specifically is a big portion of why I wanted to be a journalist. Nice. It's oh, him yeah. and it's Lois Lane. They were the two. Yeah, I was like I, I want to be those it. people in the real world. <laughs> are we like yeah. Also are is it like yeah, this is this is past the first Spider-Man movie. So oh, for sure. So yes. yeah, he's holding a Sony device. A recording yep. Sony device. Love That's it. What, like, yep. Really made me fun- laugh at that. Uh huh. This so is leading up to Spider-Man Two. Two? Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, so this is ha- like 2003. They're having this conversation. Yeah. He's like, "What is your problem with Spider-Man?" And Sam Bullet's like talking about like all these things happen, and he just happens to be there to save anything. And Ben Urich does an absolutely masterful job. He's like, "Oh, where there's smoke, there's fire." He's like, yes, absolutely. And so they continue on the conversation, basically being like, if you associate with, you know, people who, you know, are reported to have murdered people, like you're a scumbag and all this stuff. And he's like, yeah, hey, that's a nice picture there. He's like, which one? He's like, uh, you with your law partner and Wilson Fisk. And I absolutely love this. Ben Yurick painted this man into a corner. The man did not even know what was happening. It's good journalism and it's good journalism writing. That's yeah. a gate of journalism. Really <laughs> smart writing right yeah. there. And Ben Yurick is just like, does your uh, smoke and fire theory apply to Wilson Fisk as well? Catches him completely off guard. And, and then and then Bullet drops the facade and is like, you're not supposed to ask me that. Yep. It's it's yeah. a very like wall shatter kind of moment. It's like, this isn't how it's supposed to be. It's, man, it's he was very... 
Yeah, uh-huh. it's very Agatha in One Division, being like, "Do do you want me to try that again?" <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. still, still yeah. one of the most chilling moments. Oh man, you know, <laughs> the we, entire run top? of these Marvel shows. Like, <laughs> yeah, I got like goosebumps and visibly uncomfortable watching that show. Really if you haven't rewatch One Division, it's a good show. Also, real quick, doesn't Sam Bullet look like? Christopher Meloni from Law and Order. Yes. 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 He absolutely yes. does, just with like, hair. And, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so early 2000s. Like yes. Early yeah, 2000s. yeah. You're right. You're yeah, right. That's so did, true. Yeah. That was the one thing where I was like, why does this guy, this guy looks so familiar? And at first I thought, we've already seen this character before. But nope. um, but nope, then I was like, oh exactly. no, he just reminds me of like uh, uh, he reminds me of Christopher. I was trying to remember his name. I was like, he's the Law and Order guy. That's so <laughs> the Law and Order guy. He's Some double long... caked up every day of his life. Oh, yeah. Guy who's always <laughs> leaning Malone, against baby. stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Oh man. So got that bubble butt. <laughs> Ooh. So he's basically like he is drilling into Bullet, and Bullet loses his cool, takes his recorder breaks it and then just just starts shouting at him and he's like we had an understanding blah 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 like you're looking for trouble you're looking for trouble i'm gonna make your life difficult and then it immediately just cuts over to the daily bugle and jonah's like he said what and ben yurik is just like laying it all on the floor he's like yeah yeah yeah. that's what he said he's like I thought he, you said he smashed your recorder and then fucking Columbo's his way. Like not the <laughs> See, that's one. exactly so good. Oh, and one more thing. Um, Mr. <laughs> Bullet, one more thing. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, I, I love Ben Yurick so much. He's so good. Um, and so and he's, they, like, and you taught so he's like, like, he's like, Oh, I always double record everything. Just like you taught me. He's like, you're not recording this. So he's, now why would I do that? <laughs> I fucking love Ben Yurik. He rules so good. Um, and he's and so he's just like this is like this is the, the what the situation is like. Your buddy's dirty, and we need to publish this. And Jameson's like, no, we're endorsing this guy. Like, and so they get in another argument, and he's like, and I love Ben Yurik's like, dude, the dude crumbled in two minutes. Like, what was I supposed to do? He's yeah. like, I'm, I'm going to, this is, and he basically said, he's like, this is beneath you. And he's like, Jonah, like, what do you want me to do? Like, he's a bad dude. I, I'm a reporter. I have to report that he's a bad dude. And Robbie finally asked the question, like, what's your deal with Spider-Man? What's your problem? And there's just this silence. And then Jonah gets a phone call. And it's Aunt May's phone call. I love, I love that yeah. we get to see the other side of that. Yeah. Yes. I think so that's good. brilliant. Love that we get to see that. So we cut to the next uh, chapter and Jonah's leaving the bugle in his parking lot. And who does he find? The enforcers. Oh. The enforcers are here and they are about to put the beat down on Jonah for not just retracting their endorsement, but putting out an editorial talking about how much of a scumbag sample it is. Oh, I love organized crime in comic books. It's so good and so interesting. Oh, good. And so the enforcers are about to lay the beat down on him when all of a sudden who shows up? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. 
And so Spider-Man pops in and he is not there to help Jonah. He did not go there to help Jonah. He came here to basically shout down Jonah like everybody else has. Yeah, he emotionally beat the shit out of Jonah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking knock his kneecaps out. Yeah. And <laughs> he ends up saving Jonah's life. And he's, I love, I thought for sure that, because Fancy Dan, he is an all guns blazing kind of guy. I thought for sure Jonah was going to get shot. Yeah, same here, actually. The way he was going all crazy with the bullets here. Yeah. He's going all full wanted in, in exactly. just, like shooting, <laughs> just like swinging and shooting at the same time. Though you I know? have to mention something that I, I feel like I need to mention specifically. I'm a little sad that we've gone away from Fancy Dan being Asian. Because he looked very yeah. Asian yeah. in his early appearances. Yes. And it yeah. sucks. No, yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, it's fucking sucks. I, think, I hadn't even thought about that, but you're I, right. I, I'm it not sucks. sure. It makes me sad because it, I was sad. really hoping that the three of us would do our Enforcers cosplay for the next San Diego Comic Con if it happens. <laughs> and, oh yeah, damn right. Only if I get to be Ox. Uh, exactly. I, I I mean that's how it should be. <laughs> yeah, and you're out, and Malcolm is obviously Montana. Yeah, I'm obviously Montana. Yeah, he's Whip Daddy. Absolutely, Whip Daddy. Mm. He's Whip Daddy. That's what they call me. That's what they really do. And uh, that's what they call me. <laughs> but now I can't be Fancy Dan because he's not Asian anymore. Oh, but yeah. either way, again, no words needed. I love the choreography of this fight. I love just Spider Man zip, zam, zopping all over the place, dodging bullet it fire. Is, it's great. It's fast paced. It's, it's great. Great action set. You can feel the speed of it. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, a bullet ricochets right into Ox's leg. And, <laughs> and I love, it's just like, it's like, ah, oh, you idiot. It's like, oh, dude, like, I'm so sorry. Like, I would never do that. And Spidey comes in with that beautiful Lil Mac knockout punch to Ox. Webs up oh, Fancy yeah. Dan in Montana. Ox does not fall. And he keeps hitting him. And he does not get knocked down. He keeps hitting him. He gets caught, pinned down by Ox, and Jonah finally gets his moment because he realizes there's no cell service. He can't call for help, and he stands up, and he starts recording. I love this moment. Yeah. I love it's a really this. strong uh, J. Jonah Jameson moment. Yeah. Also, uh, Montana's last name is Bale. Think there's any relation? That'd be wonderful. Stop. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. What, what does your famous cousin Christian think of your life of crime, Montana? What does he think? That'd be so funny. I love it. And uh, Ox, his real says, name is Swear Bruno. Swear to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> his, uh, and Ox's real name is Bruno Sanchez, which I love. Yeah. Love that what too. A great name. Yeah. Great Great name. stuff. Great, great stuff. And, uh, there's this pause where everyone's like, what the fuck? And Jonah is recording this conversation. And he's just like, how long have you worked for Wilson Fisk? And he's doing his job for the first time in this entire series so far. He has put aside his hate for Spider-Man to do his mm -hmm. job. Mm -hmm. I love that. It's great. Yeah. It's a great moment for Jonah. Yeah. And so, and Fancy Dan, who clearly sees that he's recording, just does not have any care for the fact he's recording that he's like 
He's like, you're out of your gourd, man. Another anachronism that I love. <laughs> love it. He's like, now you listen and listen good. You're going to retract all your disobedient. And then Spider-Man pulls out a total Flash Thompson move, giving Ox the wedgie of all wedgies. It's atomic, baby. It's atomic. I just want someone just to do the it's electric do do it's atomic but it's just mixed with his screams instead of the do 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 she's like it's atomic i need a sound bite of just that just it's like r2d2 screaming so it's like it's atomic (laughs) (laughs) yes so spider-man uh while ox is dealing with his wedgie knocks out dan and montana and just starts wailing on ox but ox is not going down hits him again and again and again and finally he just shouts at him fall Fall down And he finally falls. I thought he was going to do the super, I thought he was going to do the Superman thing where he just blows in the air and you know oh, how yeah. the wind just knocks you over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Classic cartoon moment. That's what that would be cool. But so he, the fight finished. He turns around and he's like, and he's straight up just like, I'm not leaving here until I get a thank you. I fucking earned this, and Joe I got shot. Him. Damn it again. Yeah. <laughs> And so he's, he's basically like, just so we're clear, I wasn't joking. I came in here to kick your ass, but I heard what these guys said about what you did. And the two of them just have to agree to disagree on their worldviews. So he leaves. I I uh, love jo- like him asking Jonah, like, yeah. why did you do it? And Jonah's just like, oh, buy a paper. He's like, I asked you why. He's like, I said, buy a paper. He's like, you're a real piece of work, man. <laughs> Jonah, always be selling papers. Always be selling. He's a paper man. ABS, baby. And I also love this last line where he's like, there's a theory that you're a disfigured mutation. A reaction to that? He's like, the only disfigured mutation I see is that haircut. <laughs> Boom, so got sick. him. Got and him again. Get, and then you get the boys, the enforcers down on the ground. And fancy dance like, so oh, good. guys, I'm, I'm breaking up the team. <laughs> It's like what? We suck. Like, we, we do suck. not. We do not. <laughs> oh yes, we do. I so good. So good. I love but it. Peter, you know, heads home, and who does he find on his stoop? J. Jonah Uncle Jameson. Be- oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Whoa! Too uh, soon. Whoa! Too no, really? Soon. It's been like nine novels. Too soon. Really? Whoa. Too soon. It's only been it's seven only- weeks. You son you of know- a bitch. It's only been like Whoa. eight novels now. Yeah, but that's so long ago. So, <laughs> in DC, <laughs> exactly. So, Jonah things. is sitting on the stoop, and he's he basically tells him his problem with Spider-Man, and we find out that he lost a son. John Jameson died on a space shuttle crash. There is no Wolfman to be found here. Nope. There's no Captain Jupiter. Nope. There's nothing. I. This is really heartbreaking. I love this monologue. Genuinely love this monologue from Jameson. Um, Just talking about like my son was a hero, but this guy 
you know, this Spider-Man is a vigilante and my son is gone. But this guy gets to run around and do what he wants. Just so good. This It's arc, great. It reminds me of that um I think it was a spectacular Spider-Man issue. It was during the Zadarsky run and uh, I think All yeah. Red was on art where we see his kind of Jonah's backstory. Yeah. Mhm. Really reminded me of that. Great issue, by the way. Just just read the Zadarsky spectacular run. Everybody, oh, God, yes. just read it. It's great. If for nothing else than to prep yourself for the oncoming Batman run that he's going to do, which I am... So I'm so happy! So excited. So, so excited. stoked. It hasn't been since Robert Kirkman that I've been excited about a writer in a long, long time. Yeah. And listeners, Jacob Brown was the person who introduced me to Chip Zadarsky. Oh, yeah. Because of Howard my the favorite Duck. Marvel character. Howard the, the best Duck. Marvel character ever invented. Jacob, they just released all of that in like a really nice hardcover. So like Did they years. really? Yeah, it's it's both it's both of the series together. So I'm pre and post <gasps> in like oh one God. hardcover. Yeah, oh it just came God. out like last week, I think. Oh yeah. man, my man. head is my head is so lightheaded because of how hard my boner just retracted back <laughs> out of my body. Jesus so Christ! Bad. Good lord! Quick, so, someone talk about Fast and Furious. No, so, shut up! Uh, no, so, don't so basically, do this, don't so basically, oh. uh, as the only spinoff for the Fast and Furious franchise, Hobbs and Shaw is unique on, Howard, in its duck. approach on, because it decides to go it. away from Woo. any of the previous come on. heist. Come on up, and it's gone. Man, it's gone. Black Superman. So. What? So <laughs> it's a line from the movie. I'm black. <laughs> oh, that's true. It just does say that in in the film yeah. Hobbs and Shaw. So <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw, a fun movie. Anyway, it's yeah. a movie. So <laughs> it's a movie. So uh, Jameson basically gives Peter his job back, and he's like, "You're gonna be going with Robbie and Ben Urich and like doing stuff on the beat. You're gonna learn just like I learned." And he's like, and you're, you know, it changed my life to be, to see New York as it is. And I think it's going to do the same thing for you. And I love that he gives him that little, like, that little boomer, like, punch to the arm. He's like, good boy. I'm out of here. I love it. I love so you're going to work tomorrow. And then we the get way, this <laughs> absolute incredible scene. I mean... Kingpin. I swear to God, if I don't ever see Tom Holland and Vincent Zanafrio do this, I I'm killing this. somebody. I need yeah. this. So Kingpin yeah. is sitting at the Wolf of Wall Street restaurant, and he is having his little having his little <laughs> soup. Am I wrong? No, this is exactly right. He just needs to, like a martini glass or whatever. To <laughs> so it's a fugazi. Uh, so, <laughs> oh god! So, uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey for Norman Osborn. So, yeah. Ooh, man. Or Roger Kingsley. You know, scratch that. Roger Kingsley. What? Oh, Roger wait. Kingsley. Yeah. What about Matthew McConaughey for Roger Kingsley? Guys. And, yeah. Oh wait, he can't. That's right. We can't have him. Oh, we already no. have Norman Osborn. Have- Roger Kingsley, Hobgoblin. Do it up right now oh, so man. i was gonna shit. say justin hammer but we already had that because of the we arms. already have the perfect justin hammer <laughs> we so, did have a perfect Rocko. justin hammer yeah yeah sam Rocko was right. right i just wanted so, him to say 
The arms. The arms. <laughs> I just want mechanical arms. The arms. Mechanical arms. Mechanical arms. <laughs> I said. I said. I said the arms. I said, I said. <laughs> so gone, but not forgotten. Never. The arms. So. <laughs> Uh, Were you just quoting the the, the whistle nope. from Dog Isle? Nope, <laughs> nope. I'm not doing. Dogs? I didn't quote anything from any kind of. Oh <laughs> no, it wasn't that so, whistle. No. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> thank oh you for God. catching that, Malcolm. Oh, so that's funny. You know, Kingpin's having his lunch, and who's there? Spider Man. I love this entrance for him. He's just sitting there with a paper. How did he get in there? Who let him in here? And he basically just tells him, like, look, dude, I'm going to get you. Might not be today, might not be tomorrow, but I'm going to get you. I'm coming for that ass. Even says it. He's like, he's like, and you can just walk about the city. Everyone makes nice, nice. Everyone kisses your tuckus. But not me. Not me, pal. And Kingpin is basically like, I'm going to find out who you are. I'm going to find out your name. I will personally come over to your house and I will teach you exactly what I am. And Peter's like, are, are you hitting on me? <laughs> this is so good. And immediately, like, Kingpin's smirk goes to a frown. It's so good. This is what I want. This, this is what, what I, I want. want. Yeah, I want yeah, this. Young man. Yeah, I agree. Did you web my feet to the floor? Maybe. What possible satisfaction could you get from that? See? You don't understand me, and I don't understand you. I'm going to find out who you are. And he you just embarrassed me <laughs> in front of these restaurant workers. <laughs> and so he swings slammed off. in a park door. <laughs> he is like, I am going to find out who you are, and your head is going to be between a car door. I swear to God, and I'm going to slam you. <laughs> I'm going to dress in my finest Hawaiian shirt and I'm going to smash your head in between a car door. <laughs> Best believe. I just want the kingpin to tell somebody he's going to fuck their beef up. That's all. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that's all I want. Uh, that's awesome. So we now get to probably the, the jux or the, the big thrust of the book and the Easy big selling there. point for people. Hey, of... <laughs> We get introduced Steady. to Ultimate Black Cat. In a dope-ass sequence. Dope sequence. Yeah, dope really, crime really cool. sequence. And they, this is going to sound really weird, and I don't mean it to sound as horny as it's going to. I genuinely don't feel horny about this. I just want everyone to know. But they know how to use like the shape of her body in the shadow against the moonlight to like really add like a weird mystique to her too. Like yeah. she's very woman of mystery in this, which is really cool. Very, very Carmen San Diego. Felicia yeah. Hardy. Very woman Carmen San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> actually, Thank you. I, I need that book series now. I need that book. Uh, Where in the world is Felicia so Hardy? Good. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, read the Jed McKay Black Cat book. It's great. Yeah. And then so, pick up Iron Cat when it comes out in June. So it's going to be awesome. Yeah. So she is breaking into this high security high rise, uh, uses the gullibility of the security guards to perfection to get in there. So good. 
And I honestly, I like the, it's a subtle change, but I like the very much like talking about fucking kids WB from earlier, the Batman goggles that she yep. has. Oh that yeah. She yep. has with the Catwoman. That's uh, the thing. That's exactly what she looks design. like. And that's why I like that. Yeah. That's, you nailed Agreed. it. Agreed. Yeah. That's the best Catwoman design. I don't care what anyone says. Except she looks like a mouse. It's the ears. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. I wish the, yeah. No, she's Catwoman. It's awesome, she's but like the high woman. collar that she uses to cover. Oh, the high collar is great. Face Every, is so everything, like, everything, everything from so the good. eyes down is great. I just, I need oh, it smaller God. ears. Anyway, I love the Batman. Uh, it's the it's best. It's such designs. a great show. It's such a it's, great show. It's my favorite Batman animated series. I don't give a fuck. Rita Romano is an incredible Batman. He just is. Yes. Yes. Only thing I disagree with fuck, is that that, that, that oh. Bane design. I don't like the red. I love the Bane I don't like, design. I don't like that he turns into Red Hulk. <laughs> Not a big it's fan so of it. But I do love Hipster Goth Riddler. Big fan of that one. Hell Robert, yeah. yeah. Big fan of Hipster Goth. Yeah, it's Robert England. That's Robert yeah. England. Yes, sir. Yeah, so don't care about that Joker. Anyway. So, hey, uh, whoa. Yeah, uh, top no. top five. Favorite, favorite version of the Joker? No, second favorite version of Joker. No. Sorry. Top five yeah. Joker easily. No. He's easily. He's, easily. Easily. he's Michael Richardson. Are he's you Michael kidding Richardson? me? Bottom, oh, yeah. bro. Bottom, bottom the arm barrel. swaying. Oh, the yeah, arm yeah, swaying. No. The oh, voice. Oh. It's so good. No. So mm. I don't. I don't need no monkey. Best Mister Freeze. I don't care what anyone says. That was very good. Mister Freeze is badass. Um, I wouldn't say Best Mister Freeze. It's Clancy Brown though. Best design, Mister yeah. Freeze for sure. It's all good. The designs for that show were just incredible. They even yeah. they even had fucking Nightwing and Oracle in that. Yes. Yeah. So good. That was crazy. So one God, thing crazy. that I, I want to check real quick, does she have her black cat powers? Because it seems like she does. Yeah. Uh, that is to know something that, that is not defined in this. Okay. Because it seemed like it. Because like the, the, the door locking behind the security guard, the bucket of water on her, on the, on the cleaning lady's cart splashing on her at exactly the right moment. Like, the security guard's hat is the yeah. first, like was the first thing, and I was just like, "Oh, well, it's windy," and then, and then like, but I was like, "Wait, did she did she throw it like flicked it off of them?" And like, no, I it mean, didn't look like that. E but who, who knows? It is not very defined. In this. Who's to say? It's not discussed in this volume. Yeah, who knows? But one thing that we do know for sure is that Felicia Hardy is like a fucking professional. Sorry. Yeah, like she yeah. is. Yes, very much a dominant thing. Uh, except opposite for everyone else. Yeah. And D Domino Harvey? What? My name is Domino Harvey and I'm a bounty hunter. Get the so fuck out of here. So um, <laughs> you see that what she's doing is she's stealing this ancient tome that has what looks like Egyptian writing on it. Do you guys know what this is? No. It's the tablet of time, isn't it? It's it's not the tablet of time, but it is it is the tablet. It's the the lifeline tablet. It's oh, it's a whole kingpin story the that they did in the six one six. That yeah. is it is exactly what this thing is. Yeah. And they actually just recently did shit with the tablet too in did Spencer's they? run because they always do shit with this tablet. Yeah, always, always, always with this the, fucking tablet and with Vanessa. the kingpin. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take your word for it. There. Yeah, this the is the first time I'm hearing it. The kingpin is always involved with this tablet. I've always remembered that. Like. I remember in the animated yeah. series in '90s, but uh, like I was gonna say, I think they did it there too. Yep. Yeah, they totally did. Oh, did it, they? it involved the yeah, it involved the 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 vulture. Oh darn! I'm gonna uh -huh. have to go back and rewatch yeah. it. Darn. Yeah. Bummer. Uh, big what bummer. So, Major uh, <laughs> Shocker! Shocker! Oh, I'll follow you to the ends of the earth. <laughs> 
Shattered. So, this has been the quotes okay, episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just been quoting everything. It's been everything. incredible. Cats and kings, more like quotes and kings. So, please, I hope listeners, I hope you're taking a shot listening to this every time, time we, we do make a, quote. Quote. Make a quote like right now oh you're gonna be sauced at this point so yeah. uh yeah. and we're gonna get yeah. you even more sauced by this by the end so you believe it black cat escapes and spider-man shows up just as she's unzipping you it's very i mean the 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 black widow slash uh darwin catwoman-esque zipper down the front <laughs> i'm like <laughs> It's almost obscene. It's borderline obscene. Yeah. In this scene. I never understood how boobs can just not fall out on like the. I don't know. I just double sided tape, bro. Yeah, like yeah, you're right. You're right. Double sided tape. A lot of it, though. A lot of it. A lot of it. True. Because there's no Uh, way. And here's here's another instance of the unlucky powers. Like she Uh knocks him off the roof. He goes to you know. Uh, sling a web and his web shooters aren't working like it's very convenient yeah but so spidey goes he tries to apprehend her she kicks his ass she leaves and then we pop back to a little uh little study date with peter and mj later that night and peter is shook by this experience and the two of them are having you know difficulty communicating and Mary Jane kind of makes it clear there's, you know, no two bones about it. Like, she would much prefer him not to be Spider-Man. But she knows, <laughs> she understands that she that he has this responsibility. But she would like some time with just Peter. And Peter promises to do that. And so we get this moment where, is this the first time that they say I love you? No, they've said it before. That they say it, say it to each like, other? Like, say it to each other. Oh. Yes. Okay. Really? This is because I know I mentioned the because Peter says I love you in the notebook scene, and Mm -hmm. then we find out in the letter that Mary Jane loves him too. But I don't. Oh no! I I do they say it when he runs to her house after reading the note? Maybe Uh, I think so. Yeah, I I think yeah, I think that they say it then. Yeah. Either when way, she's washed I, the black out of her hair. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they said after it. she put the wig away. Yeah, so yeah, after she washed the black out of her hair. So after she put the wig away, they did have some kind of embrace. I don't remember, but that, either way, coming from they, Malcolm uh, washing the black have, away sounded really to, like cool. Well, I know. I, know I should have waited until next week to say it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so the they they have her. a nice little moment, and uh, unfortunately, it is cut short because Aunt May has you know, wants them both in the kitchen. And who's in the kitchen? The swordsman. Um, uh, I was going to say freaking Burt Reynolds. <laughs> uh, it, that is Tom Selleck, guys. Oh, that's very clearly the swordsman <laughs> from the Disney Plus Hawkeye show. Oh, yeah. God. It's he right does down look exactly to, like it's that. It's exactly dude. him. God, it's yeah. uh, it's Ignacio from uh, Breaking, from Better Call Saul. Yes. Season five. It's exactly oh, him. Jesus. So he's... Jesus. It is Mary Jane's dad, and he is none too pleased. And we've established at this point that he's a jackass. But we see that he has upped his jackassery by stealing and reading MJ's diary. And I just, you know, Mary Jane's dad's a bad person. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's a dick. Just period. He's a bad person. He's a dick. He's a bad person. I don't like him. And, you know, he apparently saw a passage about the night after she survived the bridge fall. And he is like, what the fuck is this? And Peter is not answering. He's not doing anything. And so the guy basically says, you two are no longer dating. You come to my house. I'm going to kick your ass. Like, if you think I'm joking, I am not joking. And then Aunt May is like, you need to get out or I'm going to call the police. I love that. And he does the Peter Parker run. Straight (laughs) out of the house. Does Mm -hmm. the Peter Parker run. Look at him go. Never, 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 never. No, nah, but it's got to be like a corrupted version of the song. She's like, you Yeah, it's it's the us version of the song. It's the yeah. us. Oh, God. <laughs> Put a five on it. Uh, bang, 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 bang. So Peter and May have a conversation afterwards, and they, you know, Peter, again, has to lie to Aunt May about it. And as he's like trying to figure things out, like I don't, he's not going to hurt her. Right. And Aunt May is like, no, but then there's a moment. I love this. Where she basically says she grabs her coat and who does she ask to go with her? The girl from the wrong side of the tracks. Cause she knows she needs some muscle. She uh-huh. knows she needs some muscle. She's like, Gwen, grab your knife. We're going to the, we're going to the Watson house. She says, Gwen, grab your gat. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Aunt May is just going, let's go. Grab a coat and your gat. <laughs> so, Aunt May, where did you get that clock? Peter, what are you, what do you know what that clock is? Peter, why are you asking me questions you, you don't want to know the answers to? Like, what are we, I need to go. So How long has that gun been behind that, that <laughs> mantelpiece for that long? <laughs> so her and Gwen go to go check on uh, MJ, make sure she's okay. When Peter goes to check the news and sees that he is being incriminated alongside the black cat for stealing from the kingpin, though they don't know Oopsie. it's stealing from the kingpin at the time. Damn it. And so we cut over to not Wesley, Mr. Paul Dini is having a conversation with Mr. <laughs> Alan Moore and the two of them are <laughs> conversing back and forth. Mr. Moore was the man who the uh, who was in possession of the tome before it was stolen. And Mr. Dini basically tells him, look, I've created some great female characters in my day. I'm going to give you the number. I'm going to give you the opportunity to be one. I'm going to give you the number to another female character. To another female. I didn't create her, but I think she's pretty wonderful. I think she's pretty pretty great. (laughs) She's going to get the job done. You know, in the future, she'll be played by two different women uh, in a live action context. One One of them them will be great. One of them will be Jennifer Jennifer Garner. Garner. (laughs) Yes. So oh my god. He's basically like, just go to this bar, don't tell your name, blah blah blah. So we cut back to Midtown High. Peter's sleeping in class. He's dealing with stuff. And MJ basically tells him after class, like, hey, we can't be together because my dad is like, he's gonna kill me. And Peter doesn't do the run. MJ does the run. Mm-hmm. MJ does the Parker run. Never, 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 never. 
more female version. That's what it is. I was gonna say it's a high drama version. High, I like high, that. Yeah. yeah. With, with like, like really good piano. With and like really yeah. haunting and piano. Violin. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So so Peter is over at the Daily Bugle dealing with all this. Uh, Robbie comes to him and gives him some personal ads, and one of which is from the cat. I love this. This is dope. Really, really like this. It's also stupid. Absolutely stupid. But apparently, <laughs> she sent them. Three. It's an internet age. And apparently, she sent them to every single newspaper in town. Every newspaper possible. I love it. That's yeah. so funny. So, meanwhile, at the bar with no name, uh, Mr. Moore shows up and encounters this woman, this female I, character that we mentioned before. This sequence is so good. Really, really good. Was told no names, was told don't, like, linger, give me the money, I'm going to get the job done. And when he sees her, he's just smitten immediately. He's like... Can I get your name? And she leans forward and says, you call me Electra. And we get the introduction of a very Elodie Young Electra. That's what I love yeah. about the Elodie Young performance is that Agreed. it's very ultimate Electra. And, um, I, and I did the opposite where I just immediately pinned Elodie Young onto this Electra and immediately yeah. made her better. Elodie Young is, I think, the only person who's made me like Electra as much as I have. Like, And, and at the beginning, anyway. She and was. now that's like kind of carried on for that character. Like I, I love where Electra is right now. Agreed. Uh, uh, have yeah. LD Young come back as Daredevil. Make it Please happen. have LD Young come back as Daredevil. Make it happen. <laughs> I want to see that. They brought back Matt Murdock. Like why? The yeah, maybe like, Matt Murdock's not? retired. Maybe he's injured yeah. for the moment. That would be sick. Yeah. That would that would be the best. Like that would okay, be we're doing a new Daredevil universe. show <sighs> for Disney Plus. Oh, and by the way, they're teasing Matt Murdock. They're teasing Daredevil. First episode, Matt Murdock's retired. Elodie Young, Electra's Daredevil. Fuck, like, that would be switch so that shit. Tight. That would be so tight. So and then obviously, once that season's done, you lead into the then you have both you, of them. You lead into the Daredevil, Black Widow, Hawkeye triple threat crossover for the ages. New defenders, basically. Uh, new, def Ooh, oh. new defenders. Ooh, new no, defenders. No, Marvel Knights. New defenders. You're right. Baby. Marvel Knights. Marvel Knights. Knights. Oh, that's there actually good. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, oh, Kevin Feige, hire us, please. I, I hope. I'll bring it up to Kevin. Then I mean, um, if I ever have a conversation with <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Kevin Feige, <laughs> stop. Uh, what <laughs> Malcolm pulled out the black card right there, this. man. Oh my god! God <laughs> damn! <laughs> shit! My heart can't take that shit. Oh, Don't joke about this. Oh, oh. So the next night, uh, <laughs> Peter, we're gonna move right past that. Oh my! Peter god. is, uh, so. you know, mulling over everything that happened in the prior day, and he's also mulling over the little ad that black cat put into the paper tries to call to get in touch with mary jane and who picks up dick bag dick bag watson and so he decides <laughs> you know what fuck it i'm gonna go see the cat and uh, he goes can we, off real real quick can we talk about how the beginning of the scene is aunt may delivering on that thing that she mentioned last time she, she checks on right. every night checks yeah. on him every night you're absolutely right good mm -hmm. pull and that's and that's just nice continuity Yes, agreed. That's just really good continuity. By the way, just just for me, uh, 
for you guys, I know you probably guys haven't noticed this, but like there has been an eight ball in every volume that we have like read <laughs> since the first eight ball. Like there's yeah, an eight ball. Yeah, kids like magic eight balls. I know, but it's just, it's just, it, I, I find it like an Easter, I find it like an Easter egg every single time I like do, read this. Do kids like them now? I know we used to like them as kids. I don't think they're in I style. Seen magic eight balls, pods. Uh, Hogs is a whole decks. new thing now, though. Kids love all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. But I haven't seen an eight ball. Oh, tech decks. Tech decks are still a thing. Oh, you remember the commercials? Came thumbs. That would so cool. You remember those commercials, but you don't remember the truth that? <laughs> because those commercials <laughs> existed, Malcolm. <laughs> they played on the same commercial breaks of Kids WB. Nah, you Bakugan watching motherfucker. <laughs> you, you showdown, showdown, like son of a bitch. Yeah, I fucking love Shaolin Showdown. <laughs> me yeah. too. Hell yeah. Origin story of Krillin. Give me that show. Sorry, I was Hell too old for yeah. that show. Shaolin Showdown. So. Yeah. Peter goes Anytime to. I go to reach for something that the same, like someone else does at the same time, <laughs> it's usually Quinn. We'll, I will both immediately just bolt to Gongi Tempai. Gongi Tempai. <laughs> Excellent pull. So oh, Peter goes to meet with Black Cat, who has set up a nice little picnic spread. Some wine, some cheese. Is that what you call it? <laughs> Whoa. Peter's a miner. Exactly. Okay? Exactly. So she don't know that. You're yeah, right. that's You're why right. this is that's uncomfortable. She don't know that. She thinks so, it's Spider Man, not Spider Boy. You're right. You're right. And so the <laughs> two of them have a nice little, uh, nice little meet cute. Until I love the bit where she pulls the mask down. Uh, I always love. That. And he's just like, I, I love. Oh that. my god. His yeah. heart flutters. He's like, oh, I, can, I guess that's I can stay the for a bit. flutter moment. Yeah. And yeah, I get it because she's a baddie. <laughs> she's, she's a baddie. A baddie. And she's also this week's fashion icon. Oh, fashion yeah. icon Felicia Hardy. Good mm-hmm. point, yes. Mm-hmm. When all of a sudden, Kingpin's middle finger flies through the air, <laughs> and they just barely dodge it, and who's there throwing out ninja stars? It's Elektra. What a sick last page that is. That's just so a great. Tight. That is Shuriken a poster. Flying at, that's, that's absolutely right. That's how that I want her to intro into the Daredevil show, except she's in the Daredevil costume. Right, just uh, flinging these non-lethal. So sick, people. yeah. We are giving money away. This is a million-dollar <laughs> pitch. I just have to mention that. I would yeah. totally pitch for that show. So we get, we then meet up with uh, Fisk, who is sitting alone. So we think in a darkened room at night. Uh, he's staring at that picture by Mr. Paul Dini, <laughs> and he's, he's like, "Hey, at the picture." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He's that's that wall picture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what he's doing. And so he's either that or like, he's just like my Vanessa. <laughs> well, we find out later that that's exactly what happens, but he's basically like just just whatever you need to do, get it done, get that tone back. And so we cut in with this great little three-way dance and they are just no one is on the same page. Everyone's just fighting to survive. And <laughs> Spidey and then out of Spider-Man sur- has his undercover brother moment where yes. he's just like, I'm just going to watch. Yeah. <laughs> this literal cat fight happening and he's just having this monologue and like, he even, do, what do I he do even stops halfway through like, like his whoa. thought, just like, whoa, cat fight. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> you got to remember, he's a 16-year-old boy in 2003. So sure is. The rip on the, the suit on Black Cat and everything, he's like, oh, man. Oh, yeah, he's watching all of it. It's literally that bit from Undercover Brother where yes. the guys stop fighting. Because and then they, watching and they start getting, like, popcorn and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um... And so Black Cat gets thrown into spider-man she you know pushes him out of the way gets up and then starts shouting about how you know i'm not my father tell your master yeah and spider-man at a certain point just gets kicked in the gut straight off the building he manages to he does the thing that i fucking always love with spider-man he slingshots himself with his webs so sick the best Mm -hmm. and once he's back up both of them are gone so now he's left not knowing what's you know what to do not knowing what the situation is and he there's that next batman reference swear to god aunt may works at dc comics it's possible to be i can't disprove it so we get back to uh get back to aunt may and she gets a call in the middle of the night from dickhead watson who basically tells her hey mj's gone and so Aunt May goes to Gwen, like, is Peter in his room? She's like, no. She goes to check Peter's room. He's not there. Like, where's Peter? When all of a sudden, you know, she goes downstairs. She sees Peter getting a glass of milk. Well, drinking out of the carton of milk. And they're basically like, oh, shit. What's that? What's up? What's going on? And they're like, oh, MJ's gone. She's packed a bag. She's gone. They all run over to the Watson's place. Dickhead McGee is all mad at Peter. Dickhead McGee reaches at him too. Tries to put mm-hmm. hands on this boy, yeah. and he straight I up is just Peter like grabbed no. his hand. Yeah. That's tight. Yeah. Real good. Also, then, real quick, uh, for some reason, in that shot where Peter is holding like uh, Assy McGee's hand, uh, <laughs> the TARDIS he... is somehow appeared in the background there. That <laughs> does look suspiciously like a TARDIS. Like, what is? What is Wait, happening? What? Wait, it, in the like shadows there. The shadows. There's a. There's like two windows that look very much look like the windows of the TARDIS from Doctor Who, and the light. Oh, I see what it. you're saying. You know what yeah, I mean? It, it looks, looks like a police box. It looks yeah. like a police box. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> that is a good call. That is a great pull. And I was just so, like, oh well, obviously she's she's in the police box that's right behind him because yeah. that they can't find Mary Jane, obviously. Yeah some some figure obviously she went off to be a companion for a little bit yeah because the doctor is like peter pan yeah yeah Yeah. an entire just an entire season of doctor who she was there yeah and so three seasons three seasons (laughs) and then and then dropped right back where she left (laughs) and so peter goes to the only place that he knows he'll find her which is the warehouse that they met up at a few times she's there she was writing in her diary she's bundled up you gotta it's it's gotta be late winter or like late fall months because she is bundled. Yeah. And so she's basically but like he's out here in his boxers. Cause he he knows. <laughs> he knows what's going on. So, oh, so Peter Peter's like, dude, you gotta go home. Like, I know this is terrible, everything's bad. And she's like, No, I can't go home. He finally convinces her. And she ends the conversation with like, can we just like, can't we just run away together? Let's get married and run away. And he's like, not yet. I love that. Love that. 
holds her face. He's like, not yet. It's good. It's a great scene. It's a great scene. And she's like, I'm going to be grounded forever. And he's like, I'm not going anywhere. So next we find Peter, you know, doing some research at the Daily Bugle, looking up known thieves and cat burglars. And this is quite the list, I must say. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah. There's some interesting names on that list. There was Benjamin Poindexter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Abner Jenkins. Hobie Brown. Cletus Cassidy. That was the one that I was like, what? Dimitri was my favorite. Yep. Mm. Smith and he settles like, on the least interesting out of all of them, which is Jack Hardy. Yeah. Uh, classmate of Sam Bullet, I'm assuming, because their names are both so white. And <laughs> Jack, Hardy. That Jack Hardy. Jack Hardy. Jack Murdoch. Jack Hardy. For some reason, it's was, always Jack. <laughs> it's always Jack. Uh, was a thief that was somehow connected to the Kingpin, and he had a daughter named Felicia. Which we find out the Kingpin also connected the dots for that because he is absolutely bodying this this poor girl. Kingpin is gigantic. The, the yeah. arm. Good lord, that hand. Like he his hand is the size of her like chest. Torso. Like her entire torso. Like yes. people talked about the really unrealistic proportions of him and in into the Spider-Verse. I would show them this comic because that, I mean, that, that's it is accurate. What this is based off of. Yeah. 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 True. Yeah. That, that design that is makes based total off sense. this for sure. And so Electra and Kingpin have cornered her. They want the tome back. Spider-Man shows up. An entire ballroom blitz ensues. Ballroom blitz. Everybody is trying to get this tome. Felicia escapes. She's also got black hair. Like in Short the black hair. Short black hair. She's, you know, like the comic, she was wearing a wig. Yeah, she and looks so, like Selena uh, Kyle here. Yeah. That's Fuck, actually, she does. That's a good yeah. point. I didn't even like she looks like Selena Kyle. She totally does. Oh my God. I yeah. didn't even think of that. It's yeah, and it you know works. what it is? Because she read that Catwoman mini Because she read that at Cat- DC Comics. <laughs> exactly. Cause she's a big Darwin Cook fan. She's a big Darwin <laughs> I mean, Cook rightfully fan. so. Who isn't? Who, who isn't? isn't? No, seriously, who isn't? Because I'll kill him. <laughs> so she's got the tome and she's like I don't even know what this is. I just know it's something he wants. And that's why I stole it. Cause fuck Wilson Fisk. And he's like, look, let's just, let's get out of here. Wilson Fisk Kool-Aid mans his way out of the building. Straight oh, up. Yeah. Through the Give wall. It to me now. <laughs> and she chucks it into the bay. Chucks it into the, into the dock, into the water, probably to and, sink to the bottom. And then we get that flying middle finger once again straight through her body. You get the classic electricide through the body that pokes that out, pokes the, out shirt the back, the back yeah. but doesn't uh, poke through the shirt in the back. Yes. Uh-huh. And it is sick. It's so violent. Yep. <laughs> it's so violent. So violent, yeah. And Felicia falls off the building. Spidey goes to goes after her, but stops, then goes to check with uh with Electron Kingpin, they're gone. Looks over the building, she's gone, which is very interesting. Mm. Peter shows up, cop shows up, he's gone, he can't be seen as part of this. And then we get the final page Kingpin back in the darkened room that we found him in. Oh, I got hiccups, god damn it. And uh, we find out 
that the reason that he wanted this tome was, as Malcolm alluded to, alluded to, nice. was for Vanessa. Vanessa, stupid Vanessa. Always, he always, he always got always go Vanessa. Vanessa. Always she's, I was she's wondering because we head. hadn't seen her yet. We hadn't seen her yet in the Ultimate Universe. Nope. No, no, we haven't. Here she is, she laid is. up in bed, and he's like, "Oh, the tome was gonna fix you. You know, it was gonna." It, it, you know, the uh, mystical abilities of the thing, Malcolm. The, the end, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll go the, for it. I think you, you really do well with this. All right, so I didn't believe in a tablet. I'm sorry, it's the way I am. I cannot find the logic to it, or maybe, like you said about me, I don't have the spirituality to believe in things like this. But the tablet meant something to you. You believed. So I made it mean something to me. And that, that's why I would have spent every dollar we had to get it here for you. For you. To read what the ancient text said, to find, to, to find a way for you to open your eyes again. Because doctors have nothing for you. Because I'm running out of options. I'm running out of ideas. But you see, do you see what they do? They take away any chance of our happiness. They mock us. They mock our marriage. They, they punish us. But I will punish them, Vanessa. Please, please wake up. Please. Chills. Absolute oh. chills. I mean, it's a baller. It's a baller like ending. It's really interesting that the note ends on Kingpin. So, so now we definitively have like me playing the Green Goblin, and now we have Malcolm playing the Kingpin every time. <laughs> I'm in on it. We do this now because that's uh, only Kingpin ever showed up again. Uh, uh, oh, don't say don't that. Say that. Don't say that. I fucking hate you. Oh, my God, I hate you so much too. I hate me too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that wraps up this volume as we are uh, hitting the home stretch here, gentlemen. What did we think about this volume? What was your favorite moment? I'm going to go to Jacob first. Uh, hey, yeah, this is, um, yeah. Uh, God, wow. To say things about this, you know, this, like I said, we've all pretty much hit home bases. This is, this is a great volume just for, if you love crime stories and stuff like that in, in superhero comics, this is the one, this is the one to get back into because after the whole deal with the Kingpin, um, introducing, Felicia Hardy uh, in classic Black Cat style for this ultimate version was kind of very cool, uh, uh, especially Electro. Um, I was hoping, I, I, for some, I don't know why, but I'm glad we got Electra. But at, at the same time, I was just like, I kept thinking we were going to get a little like Daredevil at one point, but um, because that should be hand in hand, at least for me. But uh, we, this was fantastic. We hit so many character points that that we got to see uh, yet with JJ. That was uh, that that conversation with JJ is actually between it's between that 
is my favorite part, along with um, the the bug hitting the uh, the the window with Kingpin and Spider Man for a moment, because that was just classic. Um, just just Kingpin's reaction the entire time that is happening is my is like gold. Um, and so this is great. This was this this is my favorite volume. Yeah, this is my favorite volume after. After uh, it, every volume we come to has just been my new favorite, um, just just because of like how well this is written and, and and tossed up in here, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, Malcolm. Uh, I love this volume, man. I think it's awesome. Like I said earlier, I love when Spider-Man just does crime stuff, and this is just pure crime noir stuff, which is awesome. Um, it's super fun. Uh, I think my favorite bit would probably be. Oh man, that's hard. Uh, it might be, it might be the my dinner with Kingpin scene, nice. uh, oh, yes. which I think yeah. is wonderful, uh, truly wonderful, and gets to the spirit of both of those characters really well. Um, I will say, last week I had mentioned that this volume has my favorite black cat thing in it. I forgot that it's actually not in this volume. Oh, oh okay. I was wondering. I, th- there is a specific thing that happens with Black Cat that is not in this volume. I totally forgot it's not. So at the she's alive. Maybe, maybe it's a different black cat. Oh, you fuck. I hate you. <laughs> Every time. Every time. It's so good. So you- uh, just know that's that's coming. Uh, so I thought that was going to be my favorite bit. But yeah, it's yeah, it's it's oh. great. Uh, this is a great volume. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely agree. Um, I alluded to it earlier. I think this is my new favorite volume. It's got two of my top five favorite rogues for spider-man in it i just i what more could you ask for it's it's a great volume it's got black cat and electra it's got spidey versus organized crime uh my favorite part honestly it was the the issue where it was basically jonah's redemption story like yeah be confronted by the enforcers him being saved him choosing to be a reporter to do his job and then him coming clean to spider or to Peter Parker at the end. Absolutely love it. I love, and we mentioned it before with Aunt May, but all of the supporting cast are fleshed out characters. All of the supporting cast go through arcs and yes, the, the deal between uh, Jonah and Spider-Man isn't over, but it's setting us on a path for it to someday get there. And I really, really dig that. But that does it for this week's session. That does it for volume eight. Tune in next week for volume nine. And volume nine is entire. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I just saw it too. I didn't even. Look volume at... nine. Uh-huh. nine. Old Ultimate Six. Uh-huh. Oh boy. So this is why we didn't do issue 46 for this one. I see that. Because yeah. issue 46 is in this. So it's it gonna sets be, up one of the six. So it's gonna be issue 46 as well as ultimate six issues one through seven. If you just check out yes. the volume nine for this series, it will have all that in there. Wait a minute. The synopsis goes like this. What happens when Green Goblin, 
Dr. Octopus, the Sandman, Electro, and Craven the Hunter. Ooh. Escape a shield containment center and join forces? Who will they target as the sixth member of their deadly alliance? Spider-Man must do whatever it takes to stop them, but even with the help of the Ultimates, will that be enough? So this is from... Uh, uh, they've done this a few times in the Ultimate Universe, where there's a big event thing, a big crossover event thing with the Ultimates that happen with the characters of one of the books. And so they do it as a separate miniseries. So there was Ultimate War, which is ultimate, uh, it's Ultimate Spider-Man or Ultimate X-Men, like volume four, kind of, mm, or like okay. 3.5, which yeah. is the X-Men and the Ultimates having a face-off. Oh, cool. Uh, Interesting. This is, this is that next thing. This is, this is that for Ultimate Spider-Man. So Hell he yeah. does a separate miniseries. It is not Mark Bagley drawing. Oh, all of it, or oh. drawing drawing the issues of Ultimate Six. It is Trevor Hairsign, who oh. they had who they had doing these miniseries at that time. So oh, hell yeah, I nice. love Trevor Hairsign. So you're gonna have a different look for everything. Okay, it's not gonna look like Bagley, but it still fits in the world and in the context of the world. Fair. And it's a great fucking mini. It's if, if the name sounds familiar, by the way, listeners, good. if you've been enjoying Deceased. Yeah, that that's first Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah! And the second one too. Yeah. The second one. Yeah. He did, and he did, they just announced the and third they one just today, three. baby. So, hey. Hell yeah! And I love that they you did know. the 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 three you know, of early two e. thousands. Yeah. The deceased, and then the last oh. two letters are three D. Like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Pop up book. Very, it's <laughs> very, uh, it. it's very scream three, and I love it. Yeah, and Final so... Destination three D. Uh, or Jaws 3D. Oh, Sorry, I just wanted to. I just wanted to be a part of this. <laughs> I appreciate. No, that. it was good. Yeah, but yeah. So tune in next week for Volume Nine, Ultimate Six, issues forty-six, and then God, Ultimate so Six, number one through seven. Be there, or be square. But for now, for the Geek Explain Book Club, I've been Eric Azana. I'm Malcolm Russell Nelson, and I'm Jacob Brown, and we will see you next time. Eric, I thought that recording went really well, but uh, oh, thanks, man. About the whole truth thing, you embarrassed me in front of Jacob.
Chris Nolan is not my buddy. I don't have dinners with him. Okay? Aren't you like always you? like the best of no, friends? No, I don't have dinner with Chris. Christopher you, Nolan. Yeah, you called him Chris. No, no, I called him Christopher, Christopher Nolan. Nolan. I call him Christopher Nolan because he's a man that I've never met or had dinner with in a high rise in Los Angeles. Yeah. I've well, never done that. Okay, you're being very specific. Also, Winnie the Pooh always calls Christopher Robin Christopher Robin, and they're the best of friends. So this isn't this isn't a fair argument. <laughs> well, that's a fucking tight argument. Okay. Um, Thank you. <laughs>